and um, second is very interesting does milali did milali devi play a role in shravindo's life um there is of course a lot which has been written about it and uh, there are letters of shravindo to milali devi one thing we know that uh, everything in shravindo's life gave him that typical human experience now with milali devi i can say that shravindo's human love what it can be because he had to take all sides and shades of human nature both mother and shravindo otherwise they could not guide us shravindo and mother have said we had to go through all the experiences of human consciousness human nature and therefore they could tell us so with milani devi i would say he had the human experience of what human love is now who was milani devi it has been said that you know niroddha in one of his talks he said that prilali devi was um, usha in that banasur's daughter so banasur's daughter and when shrivinda was prince aniruddha this these are all i can't authenticate for this story but there is a reasonable uh, guess reasoned guess Shubhendu also started writing a Mahakavya, O Shaharan, which he never completed. He said that she was reborn. So there was a past link. What we can say, going by the logic of things. For instance, when people asked Shubhendu, "Why are we here?" So one reason he gave was physical connection with us in previous lives. So it is very likely that Milani Devi, in one of the lives, again, like very likely, my intuitive sense tells me. was actually his wife in one of the previous lives this my now whether it was ushan and ruddha samada i cannot say but obviously she is not the one with whom he is destined to carry the you know he is not the what is called is the shakti so in many lives you will see shrivinder and the mother are there but they are not like couple at all very interesting though the divine mother is his shakti they go through the individual lines of development mother's previous life because that was the time when evolution was taking place in europe i mean it was the hub of um, you know evolutionary things which were taking place now that part is eurocentric thing is gone so during that time john of arc mary antonet but one life she does recall where she experienced you know throttling sensation but who was that person we don't know but she wanted to uh, you know she loved this man and her father was a duke he didn't like so he throttled and threw them into the canal and mother carried that sensation uh, in her neck so they went through independent lines of development so shubhendu obviously got married he would have had his own uh, you know experiences through the entire evolutionary journey when as vibhutis they were traversing the world then in this life some aspect of that has come and that aspect in milani devi the relation is of course uh, very interesting though they were married passingly once shurvindo casually mentions when a friend asked him when a i think a friend asked him that is it possible to be married and be a brahmachari shurvindo says yes laughingly why not he said but is there any example he said yes uh, 
I myself am a brahmachari. He says the same thing in Baroda when he is staying there. So he had uh, their buried life was a life of uh, tapasya for both of them. Except that for Shurvindu tapasya came so naturally, <laughs> but for her it it must have been a very difficult time to marry someone of that stature. Forget about the divine aspect; that itself is not ordinary. And at one place, Shurvindu when he describes different forms of love. in one of his commentaries in isha vashupanishad he says what then is that love which leans from a great height of great infinite intelligence down below he speaks of that and whenever i read it it gives me the impression he is speaking of his own relation with milani devi the relation is very you know just reading his letters is an eye opener and shows us how we should be in our own relationship just have a glimpse of his love several time lanli devi naturally they hardly had a married life together and uh, lanli devi um time to time she would have her own complaints how shurvindu handles it so you see in these letters at one point probably she complains him because she wants uh, a lot of money and shurvindu is like the ultra generous to so many people he would just give away he would so he says you know uh, millions of people are knocking at my door and i don't want to be like a thief so far i am giving only two annas to god and keeping 14 annas with myself but i want to give myself fully to god and during that course he says when people must be telling her various things we don't know i have not read the letter which she has written it must be somewhere but shirobindo replies you know you are bahut bholi ho tum he is not to her complaint he is expressing you are very simple tan so you believe whatever people say and then he reveals his heart and says this is what i feel i am here to do will you come with me will you be my shakti this gives her that option then he says you will say what can i do i don't understand anything he says you don't have to understand anything all that you have to do is to devote half an hour in remembering god and surrendering yourself to him he will take care of everything he will develop the intelligence you see that surrender in shurvindo in his letter to mrilanli devi you don't have to worry you don't have to do anything he will do everything but you have to do this devote half an hour surrender will you walk with me will you understand your husband who you know he cannot provide you the the kind of life you want but he has his life it his life is no more his own he says my life is no more my own i move according to as the mother carries me but will you come with me he asks sir will you come with me so obviously she is in shillong sometimes you know which is where she was born and brought up and then time to time she would come to kolkata and go so this is a very interesting episode when shurbindo comes back from alipur jail there are two three very interesting episodes one when he is in alipur jail she is 
talking to Shurbindo's sister, Sarojini. Saro. So, Saro, they are sitting on Shillong Peak. If you have seen that place, it's a three-tired city. So, you can see from there down below, uh, you'll feel like many lamps are lit. It looks very beautiful with those lights from top. Like Aizol, many of these mountains, places have like this. So, she's sitting there and she says, uh, how beautiful this city is, no? Bodhi to Mrilani Devi. So, Mrilani Devi says, Saro, you don't know, there is a much more beautiful city than this in your brother's heart. I have seen that city. She knew who he is, in some way had a glimpse. But obviously, their life, so when he gets released from jail, all this Surdang party, all his, you know, people who were close to him, friendly to him, they say, okay, we'll uh, arrange it in such a way. Mrilali Devi, they call her and then they will go meet. He will go and stay there. He first comes back to Subodh Malik's bungalow and they have arranged that uh, you go have dinner, stay there. So, they tell Shurabindo that, you know, today your dinner is with Mrilalni at her home. He says, yes, yes, I know that. And then uh, Charu Chandra Dutt's wife, I think her name was Lalita, she tells him, please carry these flowers for her. She's got some flowers. <laughs> They're all preparing a background. And Shurabindo laughs and takes it. And then when he is leaving, they tell the chaukidar of the house, Lock the gate. Saab is not coming tonight. Gone. So they are very happy after such a long time they are meeting. So in the morning, normally Shubhinda would get up whatever, 5 o'clock and uh, these people will come. They will join. and So that day they wake up at 6 and want to make a cup of tea or something. And they see Shubhinda is quietly sitting and sipping his tea. <laughs> so they are shocked. What happened? So he says, no, I explained to Mirlalni, she understood. That's all. What he explained, what she understood, must have been something like, we know the story of Sri Ramakrishna and Sardama, that you want to be mother of one child or you want to be the world mother. What he explained, because by then he was already a yogi and a rishi who had all the vision and darshan he could see the divine in everything and everywhere. So she agreed and then he came here. They never really got reunited. He went there. He had dinner with her. Then he came back. And <laughs> Chokidar, while going, he had told, you don't worry, I will come back. <laughs> and he comes back. And then of course, suddenly he gets the sailing orders. So Shivindu was so much um, completely given to the divine. That this is a description. Unki ek thi. So in her place, he is having lunch and there were some more people who are sitting together and they are going to have lunch. Lunch is not yet ready. Suddenly, Shurabindu gets up and says, I have to go. And he goes, he was gone. He's from Kolkata to Chandanagar. And they are all like, by the time she says, I came out, he was gone. Why? Because he had the order to go and he left it at once. Implicit obedience to the divine. No further, Are, khana to khale, thodi der, kya farak padega. That is the kind of tapasya. 
And then, of course, we know from Chandanagar he came and what his life must have been during that period. Chandanagar, he was seeing the gods. Even Motilal's wife did not know who is hiding in the Tehkhana, in the attic, down below. One day she wanted to clean. She enters the way, you know, Bengali women there, uh, sari ko aise lapet liya. And blouse and petticoat, sari niche lapet ke, jadu haath mein leke, she goes inside to clean with the broom. And Sri used to meditate with eyes open. When she saw him, she saw two burning lamps of light. And she was so taken aback. Looking at those eyes, she suddenly, you know, jadu leke, kya karun hai, kya karun hai. And Sri when he described this experience, he says, are Kali Sakshat hoi ke le. With the broom in hand. <gasps> Kya <hua? laughs> What is this? <laughs> this was his life. So he comes and then, but see, what love he carries in his heart. So finally, Mrilanli Devi decides to come. Now look at it, 1914, the mother has come. Shurabindu knows who she is. Surely he knew. And yet, Shubindu doesn't ask her to stay. And mother, when she goes away, she says, if only once he said, stay, I would have stayed back. But mother surrender. If he has not said, he knows I will not stay. So she didn't stay. She went with whatever movement was necessary. Look at Shubindu in every level, even as a human being. So, Lali Devi was yet to come. So she is now coming on. She decides to come in 1918. And Shubhinda says, yes, you come. Everything is ready. She boards the train, develops malaria and she dies. That is how, well, destiny operated. So when she dies, her father writes a letter to Shubhinda, Shubhinda's father-in-law. And Nolnida recounts, that he saw a teardrop in the eyes of Sri Teardrop in the eyes of the Divine. He understood the entire human condition, what it, what one has to go through, what a woman has to go through. And though for him, he was for something tremendously higher, beautiful for the whole mankind. People talk about Buddha's Tyag. Here is a Tyag which is par everything that one can imagine. And naturally, as is the custom, so the father-in-law asks Shurabindu, tell me what would you like to have, this property, that property, whatever is there. Shurabindu at that point of time was running hand to mouth. Because he was not doing any job. Whatever would come through proceeds of the area, just enough to just run the household. And Shurabindu was actually, there were people going and you know, who would arrange some money for Shurabindu. So, Shubindu could have very legally asked for some property, something. He, he says, well, please do whatever Mrinalni has wanted you to do. As for myself, please send me any book of hers if it has her signature on it. Since I have nothing of hers with me. I mean, this touches me so deep. We run to the Lord. If you can give one signature of yours, Mataji ke signature par. 
and he says if there is a book of hers in which she has signed because i don't have anything of her with me please send me a few books if you have now what kind of love he harbored is what we cannot even imagine but he was focused on the goal which was complete mankind had to be emancipated he couldn't have you know afforded to get into the usual life and at one later on he says that you know uh, i i cannot be domesticated so that <laughs> i am not a family person all this is in jokingly so he went through that it is said that there is a postscript to this chapter again it is said that milanli devi with that birth went beyond uh, you know whatever leaps she had to take and then she came back again it is said and very likely that she came back as isha um, what was her name full name i don't know uh, i know but i have just forgotten isha devi so she was born as a as a young child she would defend shurbindo tooth and nail as a 9 year old she spoke against dilip kumar roy don't talk like this about you know shurbindo and the mother that was she was born like that and so when she would come to the ashram it is described that shurbindo and the mother would very fondly look at her and she had all the freedom to go to shurbindo any time and both were very fond of her gave her very special attention then of course her life ran through its own journey she got married a complete disaster but shurbindo's subsequently she came back to the ashram she lived there she left a body there i have interacted with her several times because she was in care for a long time she had the capacity to see shurbindo at her will so there are very interesting things about she asked about india and shurbindo told her i am going to raise this country right now it has to touch that base then i am going to raise this country she got very <laughs> relieved then once he saw shurbindo dilip kumar roy her uncle and nolly that in a carriage going around the world so she asked what are you doing he said we are taking um, you know we are just watching over the world movements so she points out at uh, dilip kumar roy said he too <laughs> my because he was not happy he went away he too he said yes how do we understand the lila of the divine yes the inner being was a yogin given to shurbindo so she um, had this capacity as this thing so there is a very interesting story how shurbindo was all the time with her you know shurbindo's i'll give you another example when uh, mother once asked give me the list of freedom fighters who were with shurbindo So Monada said, uh, "There is no such list that who are with Sri Aurobindo, but there is a list of freedom fighters." He said, "Yes, give me that." She looked at it and started pointing. The, he was there. Yes, he was there. Now their names, you know, he was there like that. So he asked Monada, "How do you know?" He said, "Even now they are dead and gone. Some have been hanged. Sri Aurobindo's aura, blue light, I can see his protection going on with them. So he doesn't abandon." So what happens to happen to Eshadi is very amazing. So once she was going to uh, Kolkata, some marriage function. So she has wired those days, huh? Though you wire, you get a confirmation that okay, booking confirmed. So nothing came, no wire came back that booking confirmed. But normally they would write wait listed or something. 
nothing came so she took a chance probably it's confirmed maybe the wire was misplaced she took a chance she went to chennai train is at 9 o'clock night so she goes and then they nowhere her name is not there on the chart so she goes and asks them said no we have not even received your wire now those days what does a lady do stranded in chennai whom where she knows nobody you can't just come back pick a ola cab or something and come back this is 19 probably 30s or whatever early 40 so she started praying help me help me help me 10 minutes are left for the train to leave like a real spiritual thriller suddenly from nowhere two people came are bodhi bhabhi where are you going he said i had to go hey you come you need we have a spare berth somebody's ticket got cancelled and come with come with me who are you people are you don't know we had come in your marriage so i don't know i don't recognize acha oh it doesn't matter train is going to leave please come so in the first class compartment they gave her a berth and they also and she kept as if she came as if she is in a kind of trance all through so when the station came she gets down with her baggage and all her relatives had come to pick her up now nobody knew what's happened here according to them she is coming and she did come so they have come to pick her up and they said so how was the journey then she said are are those two people know where they are in my marriage and all which two people said they must be here and they had vanished they didn't appear so she uh, asked shurbindo that when i prayed did you send the gods to help me shubindu's reply you prayed and we heard it whether we send the gods or materialized human beings how does it matter it sounds fantastic no is it possible i have experienced it with shubindu materializing a human being or whatever god exactly the same thing in fact two events where it's mind blowing literally but such things can happen so that is ishadi she had this capacity to all the time talk to shirbindo all the time is whenever she wanted not like she was absolutely in her senses she understood everything because i have taken care of her so i know i mean i was one of the doctors team of doctors completely in otherwise somebody will read oh she could talk to shurbindo was she hallucinating she was absolutely in her senses completely down to earth and even toward the later part she used to love much bengali so she would ask somebody would make much this one side but she had that what can be called as ahetu ki kripa so this milali devi and i'm sure she is with shurbindo very beautifully there so many times the divine when he engages with you know in a human relation so it may look like the human being outwardly suffers but there is a great recompense for that which is beyond our imagination when nalini da got married nalini da is just yogi not yet the divine avatar nalini da got married churbindo's command nalini go get married come back he got married came back 
Then he had children. Then finally, mother said one last time. She was in Kolkata. Nalini Dai is in Pondicherry. He didn't go. Such surrender. So twelve years, his wife was moon goddess Sindhu Lekha Di. She was in Kolkata. So obviously he couldn't go now. This is not those time when you pick up a mobile and say, "Yar, dekh lena, main paise transfer kar dunga." None of those things. So there was a man who used to take care of her. So this story has been recounted by the mother. How yogis express their gratitude. Later on, Indulekhadi came to ashram. All the children came to ashram. So one day, Nalida suddenly said. I want to. He went and shut himself inside the room. So what had happened was, the man who used to look after his had departed, left his body. Nalinda came to know that was his kind of contact with that person. And when he saw him, he saw his soul is gravitating toward the darkness. Nalinda goes there, picks the soul out, offers it at the mother's feet. Mother recounted the story how yogis repay, not outwardly. He never paid a penny. He didn't say anything. But what more could he have ever imagined for an ordinary human being to be brought to the feet of the divine mother? So that's how the inner side of the story. Outwardly, yes, no doubt. As a human wife, she never enjoyed the so-called. Uh, human pleasures of a married life of course shurvindo did not equally he was completely given to his work but the recompense was this kind of closeness to shurvindo which may have never happened had shurvindo also remained like an ordinary householder and she also would have remained so this the chapter i must say as a after this thing i heard someone tell me i had once a talk on sure on milani devi amal kiran has spoken passingly niruddha there was a booklet once it was told that mother was not very uh, not very keen that it should be publicized but by then i had already given a talk and it had already come on the net so it is what she meant is i know that it is not a subject of curiosity one must understand its deeper implications it's not an ordinary marriage by any standards to be married to a god and rather god himself